The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition or the playoff edition of pregame rumblings. I am excited and we are back. We are back for the Buffalo Bills hosting the Miami Dolphins. And I can't tell you how long I've been waiting for this, how long the Bills have been waiting for this. And I'm sure all of you have been waiting for this moment since 13 seconds happened last season. Everybody could only look forward to this time of the year where the Buffalo Bills were back in the playoffs, regardless of who we were facing. But it just so happens that it's our division rival, the Miami Dolphins. So let's get right to it. The playoffs are here. The Bills are hosting big time games in Orchard Park. And the first challenge is on Super Wild Card Weekend. And look, these two teams, they're very familiar with each other. Uh Everybody, all year, we wanted to win the number one seed. We've talked about it on this show. We've talked about it on Code of Conduct. Talked about it on Hump Day. The team has talked about it openly, that they wanted the number one seed. They wanted to host games in Orchard Park. uh, So the road to the Super Bowl would go through Orchard Park. But after the game cancellation with DeMar Hamlin's scary injury, and thank God for his recovery, the Bills now settle for the second seed. But... There's a little bit of a silver lining there as the AFC championship will be played at a neutral site in Atlanta, Georgia, and the Bills and the Chiefs. If those two teams make it, that's where it will be. Otherwise, if the Chiefs lose and the Bills are still in it, then the game will be played in Orchard Park. If the Bills lose and and the Chiefs make it, the game will be hosted in Kansas City. Uh, So, But without looking ahead, this game, this divisional matchup, Two teams very familiar with each other. The temp, the weather, man, again, the weather is is great for football. 27 degrees, winds about four miles per hour, really no chance of rain. Uh, there is a little bit of humidity, but in January, it's not anything that will really uh, make a huge difference on the game. Uh, and look, the last time these teams faced off, it was pretty much similar weather for the first three quarters until the fourth when it started to snow. There will be no snow for this game. So both teams will be able to put things together and not overthink when it comes to protecting the ball due to the elements. And as far as injuries go, um, both teams are, are relatively healthy. Uh, well, I, can't, I guess I can't say they're relatively healthy because uh, we first let's look at the Miami Dolphins. They're out 
Tua Tungavailoa with a concussion. He's been out for the last two games and will be out again today because he had not been cleared for football activities. Um, that's a huge loss. That's a huge loss for the Dolphins, and we're going to talk about that in a bit. But, you know, I don't even know what to say about that. First, I'm glad that the NFL and I'm glad that the Dolphins are doing right by Tua. You know, there was a time earlier this season where it was a huge question whether or not they were doing right by this young man's life and uh, by his health. Very happy that um, they're taking care of him. I would have liked for him to play. Uh, I think, you know, when you when when it's playoff time, you want the best version of both teams available. So that way, A, there's no excuses, but B, you want good football. It's the playoffs. You don't want to be bored. You don't want to watch blowouts every week. Like you look at the college championship last week and you look at the way TCU got completely dismantled by Georgia. And it almost was, it was almost pointless to watch the game. I don't think that that's going to be the way this game will look, but, but still you want to, you want to have some competitive football. Uh, they are also out there starting running back Raheem Mostert. That is tough. That is absolutely tough. Mostert had a very good game against the Buffalo Bills last time they played us. And, you know, he had a huge run in the first half. And then, you know, he was able to crank out some some runs that really helped the team to to keep the game close up until the end. Uh, doubtful offensive lineman Leon Eichenberg, questionable Brandon Shell, Teron Armstead, who we expect to play because he practiced in a limited capacity on Friday. Uh, Kendall Lamb, Teddy Bridgewater is questionable. He will be active. He uh, I believe he dislocated his pinky on his throwing hand, but he also is listed with a knee injury. But like I said, he's going to be active and he will be backing up Skylar Thompson at quarterback. Bradley Chubb is questionable. Alec Ingold and, and Cedric Wilson Jr. Also are, uh, are, are questionable. Uh, like I said, the Dolphins losing Tua and Raheem Mostert for this game is huge. It's huge. They will need to put up points to win this game because the Buffalo Bills are about points. We know that, that we have the second best offense in the league. They score points and they can score points fast. I haven't seen much from Skylar Thompson that, that should make Dolphins fans confident going into this game. Tua has missed the last two games and, and you could see the clear difference with Tua in versus when he was out, even when Teddy Bridgewater was in the team just didn't look the same. Uh, so so we'll see how that goes. Now, the flip side for the Buffalo Bills, this is where I could say relatively healthy, not for the Dolphins. They have a long list there, but the Bills are relatively healthy. Uh, both questionable are Jordan Phillips and Isaiah McKenzie. We don't have anybody doubtful or doubtful or listed as out for this game. Um, Jordan Phillips is a, is a big loss if he's unable to play today because well, first, neither of these guys practice Friday. So that's why they're listed as questionable. And that's why I, I kind of think Isaiah McKenzie is going to be the one to miss this game. But Jordan Phillips, if he plays, if he doesn't play this game, the potential of missing him is huge because the Dolphins, I at least from my perspective, I think they're going to run the ball early and often. Uh, the last time they faced off, the Dolphins put up 188 yards on the ground. And throughout the year, the Bills have had an elite defense when it comes to rushing or, you know, rush defense. And they ended the year ranked fifth, but Jordan Phillips was a big part of that. Anybody who doesn't see the way he's come out and played huge, completely missing the ball on, on recognizing how this defense has improved, completely recognize it. As far as Isaiah McKenzie, 
it can hurt. But the thing is, I don't think the Bills have really been using him this season like they should have anyway. He barely, you know, he, he's barely put up numbers. And the team also, they signed Cole Beasley back to the active roster for the playoffs, which means to me that they'll likely call up John Brown to the roster. Because uh, last week he had that 40-plus yard touchdown from Allen. So I think the loss of, of Isaiah McKenzie is something that we don't want to see, but it's not something that will move the needle for me too much when it goes to this game. So now let's get into my thoughts for this game. Uh, number one, you know how I normally started off last week. I switched it up because of DeMar Hamlin, but we're going to get back to things as scheduled. Josh Allen. The key to this game and every game is Josh Allen. Are the bills going to be treated or, you know, are we going to see playoff Josh again for his career? Josh is three and three in the playoffs. He has a 14 and one, a 14 to one touchdown to interception ratio in the playoffs. So I know we get this thing where we talk about how Josh Allen is a turnover machine and he's this, that, and the third. He rarely turns the ball over in the playoffs. And he seems to play his best ball when the pressure is high. He averages over 285 yards per game in the air and has a passer rating of 106.6 for his career in the postseason. Listen, if that's the version of Josh Allen that the Buffalo Bills are going to get today, at Highmark Stadium, then the Dolphins can might as well just put the plane on Southwestern. They don't. They shouldn't even drive back to Cheektowaga to the airport. Just put the plane right there on Southwestern. As soon as it's over, everybody just go ahead and run up there and get out on Southwestern. Over the last four weeks, I've been talking to you on this show and other shows about how I've seen Josh Allen's throwing motion improve and how he's been making plays on a more consistent basis that I feel like really only he and Patrick Mahomes are able to make when they're healthy. When his elbow was injured, he wasn't making those throws as often with success. He would make them in big moments. You know, I mentioned before the, the Thanksgiving game, the last drive of the game where he threw that beautiful pass to Diggs, where Diggs was able to help get the team in field goal positions for um, for Kyler, I mean, for Tyler Bass to make the game win a field goal. But when he was injured, he wasn't making those throws as often. Now, I don't think there's a question that Josh is finally healthy, uh, fully going into this game game last week against the Patriots man you saw that 40 yard bomb to John Brown which was nothing short of amazing like it was it was just amazing then you see a, a, a pass to Diggs that traveled 60 yards in the air before it dropping in a bucket even if the defender was able to like there was no way to make a play on that ball and then you you factor in last time we saw Josh in the playoffs he walked off the field with the lead over the Kansas City Chiefs I know we all know what happened after 13 seconds, but he won that game twice in two minutes. He did everything that he needed to do to win that game. So I believe that the Buffalo Bills are determined now to keep all of that in the past, but also in perspective to use those events and use the events of the last year to motivate them to really reach their goal. No way do I see the Buffalo Bills uh, coming out flat. I see them coming out with energy. I see Bills Mafia going crazy. And I think Josh has had a phenomenal season, even with the injury. But with that injury and those interceptions at times, I think he's pushed himself out of MVP conversation. I see Super Bowl MVP in his future, and I see playoff Josh activated today. So look forward to that. It's happening. <laughs> it is happening. I, I can't express how excited I am to see Josh Allen come out and just dominate. 
Now, at the top of the show, I started to talk a little bit about Tua uh, missing his third straight game for the Dolphins. So, like I said, as of Wednesday, he was already ruled out because he wasn't cleared to participate in football activities. Uh, Teddy is out, or he's not out, but he's not going to start the game due to his dislocated pinky and his throwing hand, but he's going to be backing up Skyler. This is, this is where, if I'm a Dolphins fan, I'm a little bit nervous. Skylar Thompson in college was phenomenal, man. I don't know if you if you get a chance, go and pull up some of his college highlights. If you want to kind of give yourself as a Bills fan or a Dolphins fan, if you want to give yourself something to look at and say, well, maybe this could be a good game. Go back and look at Skylar's uh, college film. He's very good. But he was good at college. And this Buffalo Bills defense isn't your favorite college defense. I don't care what anybody says about Georgia. I don't care what anybody says about Alabama or Ohio State or Michigan or whoever you think had a great defense. You put those boys up against an NFL roster, it's going to be different. And the Buffalo Bills are not nothing to be played with. Okay, This season, they ended at fifth in passing yards given up per play. So what that tells me is, that's slim pickings for, for Skylar Thompson after watching him last week against the Jets. You got to get the ball into Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle's hands. You have to. If you don't, it's a slim chance for you to, to win this game. Slim chance. You're going to be depending on turnovers that, that typically Josh Allen doesn't create. He doesn't give turnovers to the Miami Dolphins. You're going to be dependent on special teams play. You're going to be depending on like just major different things that to happen that typically won't happen. So I want to know for me, how would the bills match up defensively against the offense of the Miami Dolphins with Tua Tungvaloa out? Are these guys going to put eight in the box and force Skyler to beat them passing the ball? Or will they dare the Dolphins to run the ball? Even though, I mean, the Dolphins ran it well against them last time they played, but again, they're a top five defense in the NFL. When it comes to rushing, defensive rushing, they're top five. They they really only had the, the first Jets game that was horrible. They had the second half of that Packers game where the Packers ran all over them, but they still won the game. Then you have, you know, let's see, I think they had a, a rough outing against the Vikings, but that was like the one big run that everybody, including me, obviously, was saying that if if – if uh, my man Tremaine Edmonds was active, that run probably wouldn't have happened because he's normally not out. like they, they'll give up a couple yards here. They'll give up a first down. But those big runs like that don't typically happen. And then the last Miami game. But other than that, go back and check the Buffalo Bills statistics against all of these great run teams with great running backs. We've been shutting guys down. So I, I just don't expect them to have a huge day on the ground with Jeff Wilson. Now, Jeff Wilson is a capable back. You know, but again, outside of that first matchup against the Jets, the Bills haven't lost a game because they couldn't stop the run. They've lost games. You know, we lost three this year, but they haven't lost a game because they couldn't stop the run. And I don't expect that to start in the first week of the playoffs. I think Leslie Frazier, first of all, he doesn't get the credit he deserves when it comes to game planning, when it comes to figuring out the other team's strengths and weaknesses. I expect them to force this game in the scholars' hands. If he can't generate points and the offense looks like it did against the Jets, this game is the Bills for the taking. And then my last point, my last point here is that, um, you know, time of possession. Time of possession. I think that that, that's, that sums it up. You know, 
in a perfect world for Bills fans, you know, Skylar Thompson won't be able to move the ball. And if he's not able to move the ball, you know, the Bills will force a lot of punts and three and outs and all that good stuff. And that's what's needed. We're going to get some three and outs and that's going to set the Bills up, you know, to have multiple opportunities to it's going to allow them multiple opportunities to not only score, but also to control the time of possession. And if we control the time of possession, I don't I don't think anybody is going to stop this team in any way possible, any way possible. If we have the time of possession, we're going to get passing touchdowns. We're going to get rushing touchdowns. We're going to see trick plays. We're going to see gadget plays. We're going to see um, Ken Dorsey finally getting in his bag. We're going to see him doing some creative things. But if the Dolphins can figure out how to run with Jeff Wilson, it could be really the only chance that the Dolphins have to win this game. Now, completely different eras, completely different teams. But if you go back to the Bills' first Super Bowl against the Giants, the offense was on the sideline most of the game. And you could tell it was a clear plan for Bill Belichick as the defensive coordinator of the Giants. Everybody knew how to stop the cake, you know, or not even that they knew how to stop it. They knew how unstoppable the cake gun offense was. It was unstoppable. And it was so unstoppable that the Bills were so stuck on it that they didn't want to give Thurman Thomas the ball. They didn't hand him the ball enough. But the point is, the Giants kept the offense on the sideline because they were able to eat up the clock. That's going to be the key for the Dolphins if they want to beat the Bills. You know, like because the Bills can score fast and quick. Without Tua, I don't see the quick, big play strike ability for the Dolphins. So for me, I see the Bills dominating this game on both sides of the ball. Josh has played well in both games this season against the Dolphins, even though they didn't win the first time. But like I said, I wouldn't ignore the creativity in the run game that Mike McDaniels can, can you know, I, I just wouldn't ignore his creativity as a play caller. He can get Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle the ball with jet sweeps or other little gadget plays. Which, if they can move the chains with their playmakers, it might spell success. But with that being said, I'm sure you can tell I'm picking the Bills to win here, cover the 13 and a half point spread. I just think the moment is too big for for uh, Skylar Thompson. You know, he's the second to last quarterback taken in last year's draft. I just don't I don't see it. I don't see it. And I also can't see Josh losing at home in a playoff game to a team that's lost five of the last six games. Bills by a billion. Bills by a billion. And then, you know, I just, yeah, no, Bills by a billion. <laughs> I'm not even going to try to justify that or, or try to sound like I'm, um, you know, I'm not giving bulletin board material here, but I just don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. So now playoff pitchers locked. Super wild card round is happening. And y'all know with DraftKings, this is the time to make some bread, right? This is the time to make that money. So. The road to the Super Bowl, the kickoff to the Super Bowl is happening right now. It's happening right now. Super Bowl 57 is right around the corner. Can you believe it? It's like a month away. I'm excited. I can't wait for it. So over at DraftKings, they're excited too. They're excited too. And they're trying to give you some money to get this done. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. You heard that? Bet $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, 
All new and existing customers can get a no sweat bet each day of the wild card round this weekend. So you just place in you just place a bet on any NFL game, and if it loses, you get that free bet back up to ten dollars. I mean, so when you, when you have it like this, why would you even why would you even try? <laughs> to bet somewhere else when they're giving you this money they're giving you your bet back up to 10 bucks they're giving you 200 bucks for free i just don't even get it so this is what i need you to do i need you to download the DraftKings sportsbook app use the code five questions spell it out five questions new customers can bet five dollars on the nfl and get 200 back in free bets instantly and that's only at DraftKings sportsbook download the app okay go get the app and use the code five questions. Again, spell it out, five questions. Before we get on out of here, let me tell you another bet that you can make on there because I feel like this thing is going to hit. Let me tell you, it's the Circle of Wagons game day parlay. I got the Buffalo Bills over 24 and a half total points. I got the Dolphins under 14 and a half total points. I got Josh Allen at more than 230 yards passing. And I have James Cook at 40 rushing yards or more. I'm going to read it back one more time. We got the Buffalo Bills over 24 and a half points. The Buffalo Bills are going to hold the Dolphins under 14 and a half points. And Josh Allen will have 230 or more passing yards. And James Cook, lastly, will have 40 or more rushing yards. It's about to be a massacre. And it's go Bills. Listen, y'all have fun. Y'all have fun today. Enjoy the game. Don't drink and drive. Drink responsibly. All that good stuff. Be good neighbors. If you see Miami fans out at the game today, you know, talk that talk, but at the same time, let's all be respectful of each other and let's have a good experience for all the kids and everybody who may have, this may be their first time there. Leave us some comments. Let us know your thoughts on how you feel like this game is going to go today. Go Bills. <laughs>